It is week 13 in the NFL. Browns at the Texans. I go to Houston. I go to Cleveland. I give you your best bets and some fantasy football talk coming up right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara, the sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Cut back by Chubb. He's to the 10. He's still running to the 5. He dips outside left. He's going in. Touchdown. What a run. Nick Chubb. It's going to be sick. Hey, hey, everybody. Andy McNamara with you. All right, people. Like it or not, Deshaun Watson's back. Okay? The suspension's over. It's time for football. It's time to figure out what this $230 million man is. And so we're going to be talking today. We're going to be going to Cleveland. Abby Mueller does a great job with Fan Nation for Sports Illustrated. We'll be chatting with her. Get my bet Fred sports book sick picks. Try to earn your little money for week 13. My fantasy football picks. Hashtag Ask Andy. Make sure you get those fantasy football and betting questions in on Twitter at AndyMC81 at SickPodBrowns. Instagram as well at AndyMCSports. Give us a follow on the channel here. Of course, click the notifications. Give us a follow. Leave a comment. Always love that. Tell us what you think is going to happen between the Browns and the Texans. But our first stop is going down to Houston, Texas. And talking to the voice of the Houston Texans, Mark Vandermeer right now. Mark, how are you? Andy, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Ready to rock on Sunday. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Look, this is uh, 700 days ago. The last time Deshaun Watson played in a regular season game was with the Houston Texans. That's a lifetime ago. Lots have happened. I think that's fair to say. Uh, w- w- when we look at this this coming home of sorts for Deshaun Watson, what's the feeling around the team, the fans? Like, what what's the vibe in Houston? I think it's very different with the players and the fans, and even a lot of the coaching staff. Let's just say all the coaching staff, because these guys weren't here when Watson last played. Right? It was 2020. It was still the Bill O'Brien staff, and he was let go four games into that season. Uh, the players have been completely overhauled. You still have some players like Laramie Tunsil, Titus Howard, et cetera. You have some guys who are here, but very few, Andy. And it looks like it's a fan thing. It's a town thing. It's Houston. It's the reaction around the city and the stadium. And no one really knows what it's going to be like on Sunday. I know there will be many Browns fans in attendance. Houston is a transient city. We seem to get fans from other places, no matter what the situation is. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see the effect. But as far as the players go, it's really like other people in the building who have been here for a long time, like me. And we remember it well, the Watson era here. But the last couple of years have been so strange, such bizarre theater. And, you know, obviously the very serious issues involved. But aside from that, football-wise, just completely bizarre. And here we are in 2022, ready to see Watson again. Yeah, and, and that's in the last time he was with the Texans. He led the NFL in passing yards. This mm-hmm. is a dynamic, elite quarterback on the field, Mark. I don't have to tell you, uh, this guy is in the same conversation Talent-wise, with Patrick Mahomes, with Josh Allen, with those elite-level guys, uh, is it fair to even guess what we might see out of a Deshaun Watson 700 days removed from that in day one with all these emotions? Well, I think one thing is he'll be as healthy as he's ever been, right? He played here banged up sometimes. 2018 had the punctured lung. They had a nine-game winning streak. Uh, 2019, I know he's affected by a variety of things because he sacrifices his body a lot. 
Uh, I think he'll be healthy. That's one thing. But there's bound to be some rust, timing issues, whatever. It's a new team, hasn't played in 700 days like everybody's talking about. Uh, and it'll be interesting. You know, it, it's funny, Andy, because the last season he led the league in passing, but they went 4-12. and 12, And they had a lot of games where they got off to horrible starts. They couldn't score in the first half. That was a weird year. It was COVID. O'Brien right. got fired four games in. Uh, they were putting up numbers, but they just weren't playing well. And I think with Watson, what's interesting is, you know, sometimes he doesn't, and I think it'll be different now with Kevin Stefanski. I would hope for his sake it would be. Sometimes he doesn't take the easy pass. He doesn't dump it off, get five, seven, ten yards. He looks for the big play. When he's taking a lot of sacks, it's because he's holding to, onto the ball very often, uh, not because necessarily somebody's, you know, cracked through the line and and he's just flushed out or, or he's captured uh, by the defender. Uh, sometimes he likes to hold that ball, wait for the big play to develop. Very often he hits that big play. So mm -hmm. we'll see how all that goes down in this new offense with Cleveland, which I think is quarterback friendly. Nobody knows. Well, we're all here to find out. Oh, yeah. And uh, offensive coordinator for the Browns, Alex Van Pelt, said one of the things that they were really working with Watson on was uh, play fakes, play action, right? Because mm -hmm. you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt back there, and he didn't have that caliber of uh, running back and, and really that type of play design when he was with Houston. So from, from that standpoint and from what you were saying as far as preserving your body and being um, smart about taking hits when you do – I hope from a play calling standpoint and for a Deshaun standpoint, he takes advantage of that at the running back side. Well, it's funny when you watch his style of play with the Texans and they ran the ball. Okay. In 2019, they had a thousand yard rusher with Carlos Hyde. That's the last time the Texans went to the playoffs. Sometimes Watson's play fakes are very, excuse me, just kind of holds the ball out there. Like, all right, here's my play. Yeah, all right. But, Stefanski's different. You know, it's a Kubiakian thing. We had Gary Kubiak mm -hmm. here and they worked together in Minnesota in the Kubiak offense, they practiced everything religiously, the play face. Everything had to look the same. The bootlegs would only work because it looked like a front side run, and here comes the quarterback out the back side. Now, if they can run that kind of stuff effectively with Watson, that's going to be painful for defenses. But again, you have timing, you have throws, you, have, you know, things have to line up right when you're having an aerial attack. The other thing is this. He can just take it off or take off and run with it. We all know that. So Watson's very adept at running with the football, and they're going to use that weapon. I think they'll try not to use it too much because you don't want to sacrifice him. You'd rather just run the ball with Nick Chubb, which, by the way, Andy, I think is the key to Cleveland's game. They're going to try to run the ball with Nick Chubb. The Texans have given up a lot of rushing yards, and if they can run the ball and control things that way, Watson doesn't have to do a whole lot, but the Texans will do whatever they can to stop that ground game first. In conversation with Mark Vandermeer on Twitter at Texans Voice, the voice of the Houston Texans taking on the Cleveland Browns in Houston this Sunday. So, Mark, let's talk a little bit about Houston. Uh, obviously, regular season, not great. Uh, I'm sure the fan base is looking forward to the, the draft and also, of course, the Cleveland Browns first round draft pick. They had mm -hmm. one last year. They got it this year. You got another pick. You got the other one next year. I feel it's I don't know if you saw the draft day movie with uh, Kevin Costner. But I feel like, boy, could Sonny Weaver Jr. come back? Give me the draft picks back. They're all gone, and the Texans got them. That's got to at least yeah. be some hope for the fan base with them being at the top. And it looks like Houston really is going to have their pick of whatever QB they want going forward. Yeah, it looks like this is a pretty decent quarterback class as well, if that's the way they want to go. And also in 2024, they have the two ones because they have the Texans one and the Cleveland Browns one. And I think 
this is a good opportunity this Sunday because if you beat the Browns, you help your cause because you have their pick. And, you know, by the Browns' victory over the Buccaneers, that pick dropped three slots from seven to ten. And believe me, people here are following that. When I say people here, the fans and media, the coaches, the brass will not talk about that right now. But I'm talking about it because the Texans are having a very forgettable season at one, nine, and one. So Monday mornings, I begin my show with if the season ended today. Now, very <laughs> often with playoff teams or playoff bound teams, you're looking at the matchups and the bracket, so to speak. But with the Texans, I'm looking at where's the pick? Where's the pick? And look, I want this team to win every weekend. I really, I'm not a tank heavy guy. I don't want to see that, you know, but we have to monitor that, of course. No control over this situation. And you hope for the very best thing in the draft. They have a lot of cap space, a lot of picks. Nick Casario has done well so far with all this stuff. And we'll see how he does in 2023. Now, one key piece and a guy who really popped, and I'm thinking of it from as well the fantasy football side. And I think actually. Damian Pierce could have a good fantasy day against the Browns. That run defense of the Browns is no uh, nothing to you know be scared of. Um, mm-hmm. What about Damian Pierce? Because it looks like with the quarterback Davis Mills, you know, it doesn't look like he's the guy. Kyle Allen's not the guy. Uh, Brandon Cooks is frustrated, but Damian Pierce seems to be that one bright spot of boy. If you can put some pieces around that player, that's a nice building block. He's a bright spot indeed. Still a top 10 rusher, but despite two games in which he didn't eclipse 10 yards. I mean, Mm -hmm. but they got out of those games, right? They had to throw. I think Pierce is really good. He can break tackles. uh, He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's going to be good for a long time. But you have to find a way to get some lanes for him to run through. You know, give him some help. Last couple of games, they haven't been able to do it. And as you say, yeah, the Browns have given up some yards on the ground. But... They haven't played the Texans yet, and the Texans are struggling with the interior offensive lineman right now. Kenyon Green's mm-hmm. a rookie. He's had some great moments, but he's also had some rough moments. Scott Quesenberry is a reserve center for them. A.J. Can, a veteran guard. They just have to find a way to get some holes open for Damian Pierce and make life easy, easier for whoever's playing quarterback. Kyle Allen came in last week, started against the Dolphins. Look, the first half was terrible, and it wasn't all his fault at all. It's a collective thing. Second half, they got it to some rhythm, and they were actually putting a little bit of a scare, if, hmm. if, dare I say it, against the Dolphins because they had the ball with seven minutes to go. If they score, they cut it to a one-score game, and who knows what happens. They weren't able to do that, but I think Allen got into some ry- rhythm. And here's one other thing about this game. Kyle Allen is undefeated all time against Deshaun Watson. Now it's 1-0, okay? So let's not let's not stop the press for that one. It's but it's something, Andy. It's something to hang my hat on. Allen, as a Carolina Panther, beat Watson and the Texans here in 2019, and it was a real perplexing loss for Houston at the time. Uh, but they had Christian McCaffrey. He went nuts, and it was that kind of right. game. Right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a 1-0. Kyle yeah. Allen, bring it to heat. I like it. One Undefeated. More, one defeated. <laughs> Mark, one more for you. Because this is a Browns-centered show, of course. So if for the Browns to beat the Texans, Cleveland needs to do what? Run the ball with Nick Chubb. I mean, that's the simplest way to put it. You run the ball well with Chubb. Everything's going to be much easier for Watson. Uh, I know that Jacoby Brissett has done a pretty reasonable job. Uh, with Watson out of the lineup. By the way, Jacoby Brissett, you might as well start him because he's a Texans killer. He's 4-1 and one all time Ooh. against this franchise with three different teams, which is weird. <laughs> with the Dolphins, the Patriots, and uh, what am I forgetting? Oh, the Colts, because they're the all-time nemesis of the Houston Texans. <laughs> but, Indeed. you know, it's it's just odd facing Watson. I think with the extra juice in the building, it's really going to motivate the players. I mentioned it. The players 
aren't, you know, they aren't aware of all this Watson stuff from an internal sense. Some of the guys were here last year when he was in training camp with them, and it was kind of odd to have him around, but he wasn't really doing anything and eventually just sort of disappeared, but would come in occasionally. Uh, but that's that's all aside. I think what you're looking at here is buzz in the building, electricity in the air, and does it inspire everybody to play their best game? We'll see. Yeah, Mark, I, I think the, the key to the Browns too is um, hold on from that first, like you said, that first bit of emotion. Like the Texans mm-hmm. could jump out and surprise you if they can get through, you know, couple score lead, and then you break the will a little bit there. But yeah, I think you're right. There could be some little some spikes of uh, of emotion and and upper level play for the Texans at least early on. Yeah, I think the Texans' key to success is get out in front early, yeah. right? Which they're capable of doing. They played Philly here on a Thursday night primetime game. Philly was undefeated. Uh, they jump out to an early lead. It's tied 14-14 at the half. I mean, they're right in that game. They've been in a lot of games, Andy. They've been in a lot of games into the fourth quarter, chance to win, unable to get over the top. Young team playing 10 rookies much of the time. I mean, a lot of second-year guys as well. Young and scrappy, and they got to be ultra-scrappy on Sunday. Indeed. Mark, look, this was tremendous. Thank you so much for jumping on with us. Have a great game Sunday, and uh, hey, we'll, we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks a lot, Andy. All right, there he goes. There you see him on Twitter, at Texans Voice, Mark Vandermeer. What a treat to chat with him and give some insight to this Browns and Texans game. Still coming up, our Betfred Sportsbook sick picks. Make sure, hey, if you're in Ohio, betting's coming, baby. January 1st, it's coming. And all you got to do, pre-register right now, betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. There you go. Betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. You can see my name right on the screen. How to spell it there. You pre-register. What does that get you? Exclusive bonuses. What else does it get you? Entry into weekly prizes. Betfred Sports is some really cool prizes. Follow them on social media. You'll see. That's all coming. Betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. We'll get to some Ask Andy fantasy football picks in a little bit. But we go now from Houston. We jump on the plane. We get our backpack on. And we go to God's country. And we talk to Abby Mueller from Fan Nation SI. Abby, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you for jumping on. We just yeah. got a, uh, a Texans look and how things are expected to be there. And I wanted to get your sort of on the boots in uh, on the ground in Cleveland here. Um, we know there's a lot of emotion. We know there's a lot of, well, what does this mean to Sean Watson coming off? But ultimately, Abby, the Browns are still in playoff contention if Deshaun Watson can come in and roll. Yeah, I mean, they're in a pretty decent position when you look at the rest of the schedule that they have this year. It is They are all winnable games yeah. um, for the Cleveland Browns. And I think um, this is a good... I know it's a, a, a big emotional game, but it's a good matchup for the Browns to start with, with Deshaun Watson, because obviously Texans d- don't have the best record in the league right now at one, nine and one. So um, coming in on a little bit of an easier matchup, I think is going to help Deshaun Watson kind of shake off that rust and start to get comfortable. Well, let's look at the three downs to success for the Browns here, Abby. And I just mentioned it with, with Mark. I think this is really important because um, I think number one is the Browns have a, bad habit of getting too full of themselves when they really shouldn't. And they just like, Hey, read their own press clip they get, And they come out flat. And there's going to be a lot of emotions in that building. I think really they got to hold on and try to get up on the Texans. And then at one nine and one, I think their spirit's going to break. A hundred percent. And I think what we've seen the Browns do this season is consistently score on the first drive of that game. But after that, they have stalled. Last week, they didn't score for nine straight drives during that game. And that's been, it was an issue against Buffalo as well. I think it was eight straight drives in that game where they did not score. Um, So I think 
in order to help the defense too, they need to be scoring more throughout the game and not just that initial drive because the defense gets tired. And we've seen that in a lot of games, they kind of hold in there in the first half. Then when the second half comes, they're just exhausted because the offense isn't putting more points on the board. But I think what they really need to build off is last week against the Bucks, the defense did continue to fight throughout the entirety of the game. So even though the offense wasn't going, the defense kept them in it um, up until the end there, and they were able to make it happen. So if the defense can continue to play like that, I think that's going to be huge. Well, I forget the exact graphic they put up on the screen, but the networks always find a nice way to pull out all the bad numbers for the Browns. Oh, it's been X number of years. It was like 40. It was something like 45, 50 plus minutes in between scoring drives. Unreal. Yep. It's just, and it, it, it doesn't only hurt the offense. Like I said, it hurts the defense and we already obviously uh, struggle on, on run defense and it gets, it gets exhausting when you're constantly being sent back out there. So um, really just eliminating that statistic will be, will be huge going forward. And when you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson and it's no shame to Jacoby Brissett, he did an admirable job, uh, but a quarterback with the talent that Deshaun Watson has, I don't think you're going to see that continue to happen. No, and Abby, like I was saying, like this is last time he played in 2020, but presumably, you know, healthy and all that and still in his, his prime. This is talent wise, just pure athleticism, arguably the best quarterback the Browns have had on paper yes. since what? Otto Graham? Like yeah, Bernie, we all love Bernie, but like Bernie athletic wise, this is a freak athlete here. Yep. I think what is so special about what he can do is not just you know, what he as a quarterback can do, but the way he opens up the rest of the offense. So the way he's going to help Nick Chubb be able to run the ball better, because we have seen in most recent weeks, defenses are very prepared for Nick Chubb at this point. They know Mm -hmm. that Nick Chubb is going to be getting the ball a lot. When you have a threat like Deshaun Watson passing and also himself running, you just completely open up the rest of the game because defenses are going to have to prepare for this team differently. They can't just say, if we stop Nick Chubb and we make Jacoby Brissett throw the ball, we can win this game. Now it's like, all right, you can stop Nick Chubb, but then you've got Deshaun Watson right there who can do a lot of different things. Uh, You're going to have to be prepared for all of them. Yeah, it really opens things up. So second down, okay? I think it's got to be this. Let's go back to the defense. You got to stop the run. The only thing that scares you, to me anyway, on the Texans is Damian Pierce. Brandon Cooks is checked out. God bless him, but he's not, Kyle Allen's not doing nothing for him. It's stop the run. And we have Miles Garrett with that banged up shoulder. And I think too, side note, Miles Garrett maybe had his most impactful game as a Cleveland Brown last week. So he's not at 100%. You got to stop the run. And that defense, that Joe Woods defense has to get creative because if I'm the Texans, I'm going right to that and say, Browns, you stop the run and then we'll figure it out. Yep. Stopping the run is going to be a huge key. We've seen repeatedly this season that even if we play a team that has a you know, very bad run offense. They, we make them look like the best in the league for some reason. Every, every time I see that sad, I'm like, Oh, it's, this isn't going to look good. Is it? Um, but I think you're completely right. How did the defensive tackle show up this game? Do we have guys like JOK getting involved more like he was last week, had a great week. And then of course, like you said, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, um, are they going to have the impactful week that they had last time? I know Miles Garrett's banged up, but man, he was great last week. And I feel like he plays through anything. So if he can, get in there and, and make some plays I think uh that's really going to help out this team yeah and Jadavian Clowney too homecoming for him yeah you know, yeah I'm not talking Absolutely. about that you know so, I, yeah. it's funny I feel like we forget that because it's the focus on Deshaun and him returning yeah. that it's like oh yeah Clowney was there as well he was there as well and yeah. third down 
I feel it's all about Kevin Stefanski and the in-game adjustments as and tied into that is don't get caught up with your new toy. Don't get caught up with, oh, I want to see him throw 50 times. Don't forget about Nick Chubb, right? Even if it doesn't work, don't forget. Don't get caught up in the game and, and try to follow that plan that's worked for you this year. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they come out at the beginning because you obviously want to get Deshaun doing a couple different things so he can get get comfortable out there. It's been a while since he's been in a regular season game. So you want to make sure that you're maybe having him get hit a little bit just so he's like, okay, this is what a real yep. football game feels like again. Obviously, he's been spending his time watching tape. You know, he was practicing all summer during training camp, but it's a little bit different once you get out there. So I think you know, getting him involved in some different ways early, shake off that rust, then maybe turning to the run game is a, is a great game plan going into this. I think what some people forget too, Abby, is that in that one preseason game that the Browns had, Deshaun looked not good uh, to put it nicely, but remember starting center, Nick Harris went down on the second play. So yeah. all of a sudden your guy wasn't played in forever. You, you got all, all that out there. And the guy you've been practicing snapping you the ball is out. So that's yes. another wrinkle to put in. 100%. We've obviously struggled with injuries at the center position in general. It feels like every single one of them has gone down at this point. Um, and I think that preseason game was interesting because obviously Deshaun did struggle a little, but I don't think it was all on him. There were a couple drops. Mm -hmm. I know Anthony Schwartz started off with a drop, um, but we've seen a lot of our receivers get more comfortable. Even last week, Anthony Schwartz got more involved in the game. <sighs> Finally. Cooper is the most consistent receiver this team has seen in, in a long time. He had one, one drop last week, but in general, he is Mr. Reliable. DPJ has become really a, a great piece of this offense. So I think we've seen the receivers really improve throughout this year that once you throw them in there with Deshaun Watson now, I think uh, some really good things can happen. Abby, I'll say this. I feel that Donovan Peoples-Jones is a future pro bowler with Deshaun Watson. At He's awesome. You put elite, I think if you put elite quarterback play, which Deshaun should be, now might not be fully this year, but when right. that guy's clicking, I think DPJ eventually rises above Amari Cooper as the WR1. You slot Cooper into, and DPJ, like you said, that guy can make difficult catches, star catches every game, but you don't have the elite play to catch him in stride. He's catching balls behind him. I think if you upgrade that quarterback position, uh, DPJ is an absolute future star. He's awesome. I mean, there's at least two catches a game where you're like, man, that that corner is right with him and yep. he still manages to to get up there and come down with it. I, I just love the way each year of his career he has taken a step um, and it, it feels like he's just really taken leaps and bounds this season, especially. I've been very impressed watching him. Absolutely. You can get her on Twitter at Abby underscore Mueller underscore Fan Nation SI Browns Digest and podcast just a girl from Cleveland. So Abby, look, I've loved having you on, but tell people where they can find you, what you're doing, because I'm, I'm sure the listeners, yeah. viewers, and myself, we want to know more and hear more about you. Yeah. So like you said, um, I do some work for Fan Nation SI Browns Digest. I do some videos so you can see my face pop up at the top of the articles there um, if you if you want to see more of it. And then I also have my podcast, Just a Girl from Cleveland. I talk all things Cleveland sports, Ohio State as well. I'm a big Buckeye fan um, and just whatever is going on in the sports world. And then, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Abby underscore Mueller underscore, just, you know, live tweeting games, giving my thoughts on everything, um, all things Cleveland sports there. Well, it's great content. A quick, quick note. Uh, that Buckeyes loss. We're not talking about it. But Brutal. It's behind me now. <laughs> it's behind. I, I don't want to think about it. But um, there is still a chance. Do you think, okay, if they 
you know, X, Y, Z happens, they can still get into the playoffs. Um, you always want to see your teams in the playoffs, but I, like, I, I don't really want to see him play Georgia. <laughs> I just don't want to have to face, you know, that team up North again and uh, lose again. That would be my one caveat oh. where I'm like, let's not do that again. But you know, if we can make the playoff and, and face another team, I'm, I'm up for it. But uh, yeah, that was, that was a brutal loss. I don't want to do that twice in one year. <laughs> no. OH baby. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. Abby, thank you so much. We'll talk again thank soon. You. All right. There she is. Abby Mueller from uh, Brown's Digest Fan Nation SI. And again, on Twitter, a uh, real fun follow at Abby underscore Mueller underscore. Folks, I'm so excited for this game. Like, I just, I want to see the ball snap. I want to see what Deshaun Watson is. That place is going to be buzzing. Okay. It's going to be buzzing. I got a really, I think a really interesting prop play coming up. But before that, let's talk about some fantasy football here. Let's look ahead to week three and get to some questions and ask Andy. There we go, people. Let's pull up a couple tweets here. Remember, fantasy football questions. You get me on Twitter at AndyMC81, Instagram at AndyMCSports, the show at SickPodBrowns. Make sure you use that hashtag, AskAndy. Okay, from Benoit uh, at BentHiff on Twitter says, hashtag AskAndy. Big one this week, Fields or Dak? Yeah, I love this question. Um, Justin Fields has been an absolute stud. Now, here's the problem, though. AC joint in his non-throwing shoulder. Does that sound familiar, Browns fans? It should, because old Bake, Baker Mayfield, that's what did him in. Now, Justin Fields, definitely more athletic talent than our old pal Baker Mayfield, but that's an injury that you, you can't just brush away. Now, good news, he has been taken off the injury report for the Bears. So that's good. Um, however, you're playing the Packers. They've had your number. What does that mean now if the Packers just... They've lost two in a row. They're terrible. Um, I love Justin Fields fully healthy. I don't necessarily trust because he is a mobile quarterback. He is a running quarterback. That means if he runs, he's going to get hit. And if he gets hit on that shoulder, it could pop him out of the game. And then you go, well, to nothing. So for that reason, I'm going to stick with Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is the safer play this week. Okay. I know it's... um, Maybe not the best opponent as far as defense-wise against the Colts. But Dak Prescott can be more than efficient. He can get you in those 20 fantasy points. Got just under 17 last week. But Dak Prescott is the safer play. You want to roll the dice. You want to gamble a little bit. Then go with Justin Fields. But this week, specifically because of Fields coming off of the injury, you go with Dak Prescott. Let's get to another one here. What do we got? Okay, from Pedro. Uh, Brian Robinson, Chris Olave, or Damian Pierce for a non PPR flex this week. So that's interesting. Been burned by Pierce twice in the last two weeks. Hashtag ask Andy. Well, the non PPR really changes it. If it was PPR, I would still say Damian Pierce. And I talked about it with Mark Vandermeer earlier, and that's um, despite two really bad fantasy weeks in consecutive games, uh, Damian Pierce. It's about week three or four. It's been dynamite. It's been the only option for the Texans. Now, teams know that. Defensive coordinators are really smart, and they try to stop it. They try to make Davis Mills or now Kyle Allen beat you with their uh, arm and try to shut down Damian Pierce. So for that reason, I'm going – and because it's non-PPR, I'm going to fade away from Damian Pierce. I'm going to go with Chris Alave. I like Alave here um, because despite how weird – also, that Saints team, I don't even know what to make of it. 
where what are you doing new orleans are you rebuilding are you trying to win your four and eight year it's a very it's a discombobulated team they need a, a shake up again there uh, andy dalton that quarterback james winston's is broken back very strange however chris Olave is an absolute stud and he has proven to be mess proof uh for whatever is going on in new orleans of course you always have to Watch out for that wrinkle, that Taysom Hill fantasy poison. Taysom Hill. God, I can't stand Taysom Hill for fantasy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I hate Taysom Hill when it comes to fantasy football. The guy, he just ruins days for you. But Chris Olave against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, whose defense, pass defense, is right about league average. And look, we saw last week when the Browns played Tampa Bay, you can beat them. You know, they're, they're not clicking at all on all cylinders. It might not be a huge day, maybe not a 20-point day, but out of the group you listed, do I feel confident that Chris Olave can get you in the mid-teens fantasy points? I do, even in non-PPR. I like all of them better in PPR, but for non-PPR, I think Olave also can get you um, that yardage option too, right? So that's, that's something else to keep in mind. If we're looking elsewhere for... Uh, fantasy football, just some picks there. I mentioned on Tuesday's show, I'm still loving the stack. If you're looking like, you know, DraftKings contest, DFS, whatever you're you're doing um, for your daily play or in some bye week trouble, it's not a bad week for bye. You got the, what, Cardinals and Panthers off? Yeah, you're not doing too bad there. Um, but the Trevor Lawrence, Zay Jones stack, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I, I, I think that is just an option where you look at Trevor Lawrence, consecutive games, Good opponents, 20-plus fantasy points, 24-plus fantasy points, consecutive weeks with a buy mixed in between. You put him with Zay Jones. Who, now, Christian Kirk still probably is the number one, but Zay Jones' targets have been going up, 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 up. He's definitely a number two. We saw some big play. He popped last week, 27 fantasy points, depending on your league format. I don't expect him to do that. But again, I expect a nice level stack. If you're doing DFS, they're cheaper plays. You know, you got um, Lawrence at 5800 bucks. On DraftKings uh, DFS contest, Zay Jones, 4900 That frees up some money elsewhere. I also like with Justin Fields back. And again, I said Fields is a little risky because of that shoulder. But if you feel confident enough off the injury report, how about a stack of Justin Fields and Cole Komet? Cole Komet, the last two games before Fields went down, over 20 fantasy points. Two touchdowns in both games. Two and two for Cole Komet. He's Fields' go-to guy. If Fields isn't running, it's going to Komet. By the way, Mooney's banged up. Who's he going to throw to? Cole Komet, Justin Fields stack, $7,400 salary, $3,800 for Cole Komet. I think that's a steal in any lineup. Against the Packers, so what? They you know, they have a good against tight end. Okay. They're, they're pretty much checked out, right? Aaron Rodgers is broken. You, know, you might see Jordan Love mid-game. Who knows? It's uh, terrible. I'm sitting... Mike White of the Jets. I mentioned earlier in the week too. Mike White of the Jets. The reason again, people, don't get hooked. History tells us this. From Mike White a year ago, last November, AFC Player of the Week. Next game, throws for 96 yards. Game after that, no touchdowns, four interceptions. I don't like it. I'd rather play Trevor Lawrence. I'd rather take a chance on Justin Fields, even with the injury. Um, You're starting those two, and you're sitting Mike White. I would also say... Sit Deshaun Watson. I, I Look, from as a Browns fan, hope the guy lights it up and the Browns win by 50. However, if 
the Browns play callers are smart, which we know they not are not always, you're not going to put too much on him. You're going to ease him back in. So I would say you sit Deshaun Watson this week if you have another choice, you know, if you got another option. So any other fantasy football questions, you can get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. The show at SickPodBrowns, follow there. Instagram at AndyMCSports. Also, folks, pop some questions in the comment section here if you need to, uh, as well, predictions for this game. Browns, Texans, what's your score? What happens? Are you excited to see Deshaun Watson play? How do you feel? Leave in the comment section. Follow the channel. Hit those notifications. We'll have a lot of fun on the program together. But let's try to win some money right now with some sick picks. It's time for Sick Picks. All right, and that is powered by Bet Fred Sportsbook. Our buddies there, folks, Ohio residents, Cleveland Browns fans, online sports betting, coming to Ohio January 1st. We're in December now. We're, we're less than a month away from sports betting coming to Ohio. Pre-register with Bet Fred Sportsbooks to get an exclusive pre-launch bonus. That means you, you sign up, you get money for your account. When it goes January 1st, it's perfect. Pre-launch bonus and entered at a chance to win weekly prizes. And the type of prizes that Betfred Sports has done through their other team associations. We're talking tickets, autographs, experiences. This is cool stuff. This is really cool. How do you do it, you ask? Well, the link is right in the description of the show. And I'll tell you right now, betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. Betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. You do that, that's how you get in on those exclusive pre-launch bonuses and get entered to win those weekly prizes and a ton more coming with that. So I'm super, super excited about this. Okay, I got a fun prop play for Browns, Texans, folks, okay? I think this, I'm I'm gonna will it to happening. I'm feeling it and the more I think about it, the more I like it. Anytime touchdown for Anthony Schwartz, the little zippy guy, remember? Stunk all year. Couldn't catch anything. Last week, handed the ball. Got some confidence. The Browns front office and coaching staff want this guy to succeed. The players say, hey, he tries hard. They like him. You're going to want to build off that confidence. Now, why Anthony Schwartz? Well, number one, plus 370, baby. Plus 370 for an anytime touchdown for Anthony Schwartz. Lock it in. That's my smash pick of the week. Anthony Schwartz, anytime touchdown. Now, we can also follow as to, well, why? Okay, score one last week. Is this just a, a dart throw? Well, it might take a bit of luck, but it makes sense because who was one of Deshaun Watson's prime go-to guys when he last played in 2020? It was Brandon Cooks. What is Brandon Cooks known for? Well, he's really fast, and he scores touchdowns. He can go right down the field and score. Now, he is a much better, far superior wide receiver than Anthony Schwartz. Don't get me wrong. But they're both really fast. Schwartz, faster. So could I see a world where Deshaun Watson has that background of being able to toss it up, big arm, wanting to, I'm sure Kevin Stefanski, let him air a couple out, right? Let him get comfortable. Let him get that adrenaline out, air it out. What if you just say, hey, Anthony Schwartz, go really fast that way, look up, and Deshaun Watson's going to catch you in stride. I can see that happening. That makes a ton of sense. Plus 370. Anytime touchdown for Anthony Schwartz and Browns fans go crazy. I think that that's a fun prop play pick. Also, I say take the under on the total 47 and a half points on the Bedford Sportsbook. Take the under. Texans have only scored over 23 points once this year. One time. And more recently, it's lower than that. So only one time over. The Browns won't 
need to score a whole bunch. Now, again, this depends. Do I have confidence that Kevin Stefanski is going to um, run the ball and grind out the clock? Well, not really, because we've seen that not happen more times than not. But I think the Browns can win this game with 24 points. And if you hold the Texans to 13, 17, you know, something like that, then that pays off. So under the 47 and a half points, Browns and Texans there. And of course, Browns straight up to win, but that's not a great payout. Uh, Packers at Bears. I like this one. Aaron Rodgers, his days of owning the Bears, done. Thumb injury, rib injury, he's whining. He's turned 39 years old. Now you got Christian Watson. I do like Christian Watson as a uh, play with him uh, just in general because Watson's a stud and he can be Rodgers' go-to guy. Uh, but you look at what he's been able to do, how the Bears are playing loose. Bears aren't a great team. They're not complete. They can grow, but you have Justin Fields back. That's going to be a morale boost. You got your guy back. As long as he can stay healthy. I talked about Cole Komet. So how about this? Plus 165, a nice juicy money line, plus 165 Bears to beat the Packers outright. That makes sense to me. You go to Betfred Sportsbook, you check that out, plus 165, straight up Chicago victory. Packers have lost seven of their last eight. Absolutely beatable. Again, oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, does he dial it back? I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, Aaron Rodgers, maybe, but he's 39. He's, he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want, you can tell. He doesn't want to be there. But plus 165 would not surprise me at all for the Bears to win that. So I really like that. And again, uh, oh, the Cole Komet. I mentioned Cole Komet on the fantasy side, betting side. Cole Komet, anytime touchdown, plus 165. Remember, the last two games he played with Justin Fields, he scored not one, but two touchdowns each of those games. So just give me one plus 165. I think that's a great play. Uh, Steelers at Falcons. Uh, Atlanta's four and two at home. Pittsburgh, two and four on the road. Steelers, one point favorite. Bet Fred Sportsbook has the plus 100 money line payout for Atlanta. Give me that one. And give me the Dolphins plus 175 over the 49ers. Liza Mitchell back to IR. Christian McCaffrey banged up. You know, the, the, the fact that you got McDaniels coming back with Moster and Wilson, the guy's discarded. Discarded from the 49ers. Wilson traded. Mostert let the walk. Think they're not going to be motivated? I think they are. And they got a new commitment to that run with, oh, I don't know, guys like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle there. Plus 175? That's, I, I'm fine with that. I think that's a great play. Money line plus 175 Dolphins over the 49ers. There you go, people. Those are the sick picks. Bet Fred Sportsbook. Remember, let me know too. Put in the comment section. Hit me up on Twitter if you sign up. We'll give you a shout out. We're going to work on some uh, extra prizes as well for those who sign up with the link, betfredsports.com slash Ohio slash Andy McNamara. Let's have some fun together with it. I want to know your prediction. My prediction, Browns 24, Texans 13. Watson doesn't turn the ball over. One passing touchdown. Nick Chubb goes for over 100 yards and the Browns live again. I'll be back with you Tuesday, hopefully for a victory Tuesday. So thank you to Mark, to Abby, to all of you. For Sammy, I'm Andy McNamara, and you've been listening to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.